another casual conversations here with sam pettit love these ones um honestly it would be super cool to get feedback of some sort in terms of like what shows people like and what sort of shows people don't like as much so that i can kind of change the the, the guest list to some extent um the best way to do this honestly would be in the, a way that would help me out a bunch is to if you listen to it on apple apple podcast give it a five-star rating and just name a guest that you really liked Um, That would help me out an incredible amount, and I'd appreciate the heck out of it. I love you all so much. Take care, and here's a show. Sam Pettit back again. How goes it, man? It's going well. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, man. What uh, have you been up to? Uh, Just working mostly. I just started going uh, full-time at the new job I got recently, so that's been... You wouldn't work there when we last spoke, did you? I think I can't remember. I don't remember. I think maybe we spoke. Yeah. Uh, like just after I'd started. Nice. How is it, man? Being you're pre-lawyering, right? Sort of. I'm an office assistant at a law firm, and I mostly a secretary sort of thing. I mostly yeah. answer phones. But and you like need to get files. those hours before you can become a lawyer, right? Like you need to pass the bar and have a certain amount of hours, or is that not? You need to pass the bar. I don't know about a certain amount of hours, but that goes to law school. It's not like it's not like I needed to get this job, but it's mm. a nice job to have, and I'm enjoying it so far. Nice. So I'm adjusting to full-time hours after, like, I've been kind of part-time for a long time is... Yeah, that must be a, a, a thing. Um, yeah. I'm curious. I think a bunch of people think automation is going to take away lawyer jobs, even more so than most jobs. Really? I haven't heard about that. Really? I mean, like, what type of automation well, like were you just gonna get robot lawyers in there like, well i mean like isn't like being a lawyer like only part of the job is actually like speaking in front of a jury isn't like the vast majority of it like looking through stuff there's definitely a lot of filing and a lot of researching things but i don't know if you could get computers to just do that completely and then you don't need lawyers whatsoever i think everyone thinks that about their job though everyone i talk to who's like hey are you afraid about automation taking a job they're like no nothing could do my job <laughs> like okay well something could eventually do someone's job yeah i should go back to lifeguarding you can't have the That's robot jump so in the pool funny. <laughs> oh my god just it jumps in the pool yeah. everyone's electrocuted it's oh like hmm, maybe we should go back to humans <laughs> 20 dead no, 20, 20, even darker 20 kids dead from first robot ai lifeguard sometimes i feel like a dog could do that job though like you train a dog just so they see the person struggling they jump in to save the person yeah i, would, I don't know man have you ever swam with a dog and they just kind of scratch you a bunch my uh our friend ty he says that when he swims with his dog if he goes out too far his dog goes over and like bites his arm and tries to drag him back really? to shore which wow. i think is really funny that's not see the dogs that i've swam with they just scratch me a bunch they think mm. like they can get up on me to get out of the water and i'm like this is not going to help well you don't have the right lifeguard dogs. i don't have the right lifeguard dog that's for sure i'd want a uh What's the smallest dog you can imagine? It's <laughs> just like the tiny lifeguard dog. After the the social justice people get to it, like all dogs can be lifeguards. All dogs can. And then be you lifeguards. have like a chihuahua lifeguard just jumping in to try to save you. Uh. Nonsense. But anyways, so something that I've been really curious about, you might not know the answer, but I was hoping okay. you do. And I can't find an unbiased view. I've tried looking it up a dozen times. Is what Trump's doing in China bad for China? Bad for China? Or is it just bad for the U.S.? Because like with the whole like Hong the Kong, trade wars yeah. and everything. Do you have any idea? 
Well, I don't know about how it affects China as much. I mean, I assume they don't like it because I think <laughs> things were a bit more stable before with the whole trade relations, and he's kind of just throwing it into, or at least changing it up is a light light way to say that. And I don't, what I, I haven't looked into it too much. It doesn't sound like it's going very well for the U.S., and a lot of experts kind of, you know, however much you want to take their opinions into account are saying that it's impacting especially his base, especially farmers who certain tariffs. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know the impact on China. That's not really, I mean, the news is very U.S.-centric. They don't really talk about the other side. It's like, what does this do but for it's China? A, if, if he's doing something that genuinely hurts the country that's like screwing over Hong Kong and all that stuff, I'm like, you know what? It might be worthwhile, as, as like bad as that sounds. Because I've been like watching both news, and then I hear what he says, and I'm like, huh, let me check with the left. And the left say the exact opposite. I'm like... There needs to be like someone in the middle who like says what's actually true on both sides, you know, because they'll mm-hmm. never concede and give each other the point. Like they'll never be like, oh, you know what? But he did this right. And he'll be like, never be like, oh, well, I did this wrong. Yeah. So I feel like I can't actually <laughs> understand what's happening. Yeah. I'm not sure how much the tariffs impact the whole Hong Kong situation. Well, it seems like it happened at the perfect time. Like the Hong Kong riots were going on. And then he was like, you know what, China? Screw you again. <laughs> like, I mean, that would be stressful if you were trying to be like, oh, man, I got off my hands full over here. And then all of a sudden you have like a 25 percent increase taxes. You'd be like, really, man? <laughs> I don't know. You got to do this to me now. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I had a, a Chinese exchange student. Like we played badminton together on the oh, show because nice. I wanted to get his opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. China is a huge, big thing where it's, it's like... I mean, it's. I think they have the most people in the country. like In the world? But yeah. they don't prioritize things that I think are important to prioritize. So right. it's like anything that does take power away from their like kind of growing... Yeah. Regime. I think this whole Hong Kong situation recently has... Because I feel like in the back of people's minds, it's like, yeah, China's authoritarian sort of. And that one child policy wasn't cool. But I feel like, at least in the US, when you think about kind of states that are evil or bad you think of north korea you think of russia and you think of china it's like well you know they're our competitor more than anything but i think this recent hong kong situation has kind of showed it's like no they can be pretty messed up too with this yeah. situation but i think especially like what's more interesting than i think the government response has been the business response to it especially mm-hmm. like the nba and other companies that have ties to china and them yeah. trying to squash pro hong kong sentiment from their employees mm-hmm. i mean I didn't delete my Blizzard account. I wanted to, but I like playing StarCraft every winter, you know? It was kind of depressing. I was like, really, man? I don't know. I was like, I'm not going to play Overwatch ever again. And I haven't, but I, and I'd like to say it's because I'm principled, but it's probably more because I'm busy. But the thing is, it's not like giving them any money to play the game anymore. As long probably as not, give them but any it's, money. It's, it it's helps principled. me feel better. It makes me that's feel like so I'm doing funny. something. I think that's every... Okay, I just got in a conversation where a bunch of people made like a principled stance on climate change there other day where i'm like none of this matters like everyone's like i'm gonna get an electric car and all these things and Mm -hmm. i'm like that doesn't even that's not even a blip of what matters you know yeah i think there's an interesting argument to be made between like at the individual level there's not much you can do to change climate change but then also the whole practice what you preach sort of thing like if you believe in this strongly enough you should probably you should try to embody the values and i can kind of see both sides of that sometimes i think like with the whole meat industry being a thing and that contributing to climate change, sometimes think, well, maybe I should try to be vegetarian. My girlfriend's a pescatarian. Maybe I could do that too. But then I don't do that. <laughs> but, then, but, then, but then I'm just but like, But I think about no, doing it, and I think that's what matters. But then an hour goes by and I get hungry again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what am I really going to eat? What am I? Yeah. I don't know. I think if I were to do it, I'd go, I'd go pescatarian and with chicken. But like, yeah. I, I, could hike, I could hypothetically cut out red meat. 
Yeah. But I think, I mean, chicken's probably even more than beef or pork, probably like what I eat the most. So I could probably do chicken and fish. I don't, it's the whole pescatarian thing. I just don't like fish that much. Like uh, I like fish and chips, but salmon, I like it's fine. Yeah. I yeah. like fish a lot, but again, I think eating fish is probably even worse than eating red meat. Yeah. In terms of like, that's what the whole big thing with the ocean is, is that they, they have these big nets. They just troll it along the bottom and take all the fish and then they just leave the nets in the ocean. Mm. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of messed up fishing practices that don't contribute yeah. very, that, well, that, do, that contribute do contribute horribly to yeah. pollution. Yeah. It's, it's a horrible thing, but here's the thing with chicken. And I kind of got in a disagreement with Kenzie is I don't think chicken chickens are like conscious sentient beings so i'm okay <laughs> killing and eating them i kind of feel that way too. right because and then she's especially like, when you cut off their heads and they're still running it's like well clearly they don't need their heads well here's the thing do you know how long the one the one survived for the longest amount of time how long? it was 18 months oh with no head they would just like use a milk dropper down its throat that's really scary so i'm like is it really a conscious being at that point <laughs> if it can survive with you that cut head? off my head i'm not going anywhere so well we haven't tested it I... <laughs> but anyways i'm like why I, is the door locked why is the door locked that's kind of like my general consensus like i don't think i'd eat an elephant or like elephant meat because i would mm. feel kind of dark about that yeah like, or like a whale it's like whales yeah, are cute right well but i've seen chickens they're not that smart. But, well yeah they're really not though chickens are like actually birds i don't know man people always argue that crows are like some of the smarter animals just because they learned one tool in one way and i'm like if anything they just evolved to know how to pick up a stick and stick it in you know mm -hmm. intelligence the and the crows thing. would eat you if you're dead so good point is that how we're judging this now? we start eating dogs and cats and everything uh i guess yeah you can take it to that point i those stories are messed up of like the owner dying and then the animal like eats the person it's yeah. like i was talking to my sister about this the other day it's like i understand the animal because like they're going they need to eat something yeah. and as far as they're concerned like that's their only option and so it's like i wouldn't blame the animal but i just imagine like say in the future like my dad dies my mom's living alone and then she dies and i come home and the dog has like eaten my mom because she's been there for a month and no one's checked on her yeah like i would probably hate that dog like oh, it would be man. irrational and i think if i could like think of it removed from my emotions i'd be like yeah the dog needed to eat but it's like i wouldn't want to see that dog again you ate my mom piece of and he just had blood all over his face he, just, like, <laughs> he goes up and tries to lick me oh he's like gosh. no <laughs> the, the moral of the story you should go visit your mom more yes visit your mom more than once a month to make sure the dog doesn't eat her doesn't get to completely eat her yeah yeah i don't know man that whole that whole thing. Kenzie pushes that we should eat horses. Eat horses. That's a hard argument to make with a lot of, especially because she's kind of like a horse person, mm -hmm. relatively. I so. just feel like they wouldn't taste good. There's a lot of muscle, a lot of lean. But don't we don't eat know. muscle? Isn't all that we eat muscle? I, I don't think about what <laughs> I eat too much. Like I'm pretty sure, like the part of the animal we eat is always muscle. But then people are always like, "Oh, you want veal?" Where it's like, like the best part, tasting part, is when they don't get to work. But then it's mm -hmm. like, I so. guess it's like more like tough muscle, like strained. Like mm. I don't know. It's kind of a difference between like when people go into if you're stranded on an island and you got to eat someone like you don't want to eat the hardened athlete who's like all sinew and muscles. You want yeah. the nice kind of the fatty plump person. guy, who okay. can, you know, <laughs> I don't know who we'd eat on a desert <laughs> island then. But yeah, speaking of that wedding was kind of fun, man. That was the first wedding I had ever gone to. Really? Yeah, it was it was, it was cool. Um, yeah. One thing that I almost did when you left and just your, your partner was sitting there mm -hmm. Um. I almost told it because I didn't know how like jokey and fun she was. I was going to be mm -hmm. like, hey, next time you're around Sam's whole friend, like friend group. <laughs> did, did she tell you? <laughs> I think you told me. Oh, I was going to be like, you should be like, man, I can't wait for my 18th birthday just so they would give you hell forever. I don't think it's going to change how they <laughs> act. 
No. They're, they're, a, they're a pack of wolves when it comes to you, Sam. <laughs> I don't know what it is about you. I've been thinking about it. I'm like, why do people gang up on some people? And I think it's just because they react to it in any way. Uh, I think, yeah, I do. I think especially when I was in high school, I would kind of react to, to people teasing me like, hey, man, why are you doing that? And they're like, yeah. yes, he's reacting. <laughs> That's exactly what I, I think. Wanted. Like probably the other hand is a lot of my humor is sort of self-deprecating because mm. I just hate humor where it's like you try to make the other person feel bad where yeah. it's like. Because I feel like before Jimmy Fallon took over and it was like the Tonight Show of Jay Leno, that was his whole humor shtick. Like, look how dumb these people are. Let's make fun of these dumb people together. And that just rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, I don't really like laughing at people. So nice. that's why I kind of make me the joke about me because I can laugh about myself. Oh, yeah. No, those, those are some of the funniest jokes, too. And unless it gets too far, like some comedian, like. I mean, Rick just came on the show. He loves Louis C.K. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like some dep- self-deprecating humor when it's like too far. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, this just got it's like, Wow, this guy, is, he's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like laughing at a depressed person. I'm like, maybe. Or I feel like that's a lot of internet humor. You see something really tor- terrible and they're yeah. like, yep, that's me too. It's right? like, is I, it? Are you really going through all that? That's not okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like just like a meme of like a picture of like, I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> Someone just reblogs. So it's like, yep, me Same. too. <laughs> yeah, humor is a weird thing. Social media is a weird thing. Like yes. I'm trying to use it more, but it's just like... Does anyone is anyone actually on there using it or do they just use it for Messenger? I I kind of just scroll absentmindedly when I just want some time to not. Especially the thing like since I've started working at my new job full time, a lot of it is answering the phones and I don't like answering the phones not because I don't like talking to people but because I'm usually in the middle of something and then when the phone rings I have to drop what I'm doing, answer the phone, suddenly my attention's diverted and I feel like it's split my attention a lot more than it used to. Like, split your attention? Like I have a harder time focusing on one thing because mm. at my job I'm so constantly like doing this, now I have to switch to doing this, and now I'm back to doing that. And I and I feel like that's resulted in me checking my phone more and going on social media and just splitting my attention further. It's weird. It's weird how addictive that is. That it's not even conscious. Like I'll just like open my phone and go to Instagram, even or like yeah. something, even though I had like ten minutes ago. Or like just checking my Facebook feed, even though it hasn't updated because I checked it like a minute ago yeah. and there's nothing new. But I'm just scrolling through the same thing over and over <laughs> again. It's the darkest thing where it's like eight p.m. and I've gone on Reddit all day and then I go on it again and it's just like I've seen every other post and I'm like. All right. <laughs> Instead of a wake up call, that's a go to bed call. Yeah. <laughs> like a wait, wait till tomorrow morning. Um, cause I've read something where it's like, you know how like you scroll up and then it like loads and then you might get new stuff. That's like mm-hmm. a slot machine where like sometimes you get new stuff that's good. And sometimes you don't. I, I think that's very true. I've definitely looked at it like, yeah, show me the new stuff. Facebook. Give it. Show me that person who posted that photo of their dog. I've already seen. Yeah. But see, I don't even mind those posts. The posts that I really mind are when people like, I've had to unfollow some people because they'll post like very braggadocious things like like Mm -hmm. a big bank account or money or like just moving into like this huge new apartment. I'm like, what? What is the point of this aside from like inciting envy in others? I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. I don't know. I think like, is it maybe because I feel like some people use it to be to show off to be like, this is what my life is like. Aren't you envious of it? But I feel like a lot of people just kind of use it as sort of like this is what i did this time i'd like to just remember that and maybe i can put it in my own scrapbook but i'll just put it on facebook and then if other people like it that's cool too so i guess it i guess that's kind of like intention yeah sort of thing. but i i think i think we we like that's what i ideally use facebook for but then if i like 
showed a bank account with like a huge amount of money. <laughs> it's just like, why? Like, that's not okay. You know, yeah. like some people can't afford food this month. Like, Who wants to remember that they made like $500 two years ago? It yeah. seems like. The one I saw, it was like some person just like trading stocks or something. And it was like, oh man, it was like $600,000. And I'm like, I hate you, man. <laughs> like, there's no, there's uh, like, I don't know, man. Any Anything that like, not even intentionally puts others down, but just was like, hey, look how good my life is. Is like that is the the that's the toxic part of social media right yeah. there, or just getting into fights with people. I've unfollowed <sighs> some people not, be, not that's I'm kind of shifting gears. I mean, it's not like no, I unfollowed yeah. people because they fight. I unfollowed people who just post a lot of nonsense over and over again. And if I know them pretty well, I'll stay with following them. But some people they just like, it's not even like funny memes. Like if they're posting funny memes, then yeah, I'll keep it going. But sometimes it's just stuff i never want to see and it's just so frequent and i barely know the person it's like why am i even friends with you in the first place you're out of here just post bernie good trump good too (laughs) (laughs) get everyone to argue (laughs) no yeah funny i was like that with the 2016 election cycle i think i unfriended like a solid amount of people i didn't unfriend anyone but i definitely stopped following some family members because it's like i i like you i want it to when we meet up at the family reunion i don't want to like have this poisoned idea in the back of my mind like wow you posted that really messed up thing it's like i don't need that hi yeah but in their point of view they're like sam why didn't you like my last 20 posts (laughs) i don't like i never like anything so that's that's my defense that's how i'd never have to explain myself never have to go i'm a ghost on on facebook even Mm -hmm. yeah but here's the thing some people would post that stuff just to see if people would unfriend them like someone i know like would just post kind of pro trump things just to see if any of his friendships would be lost over politics Mm -hmm. and i'm like I get it, but you are just inciting arguments. Yeah, more. it's sort of like, well, my friends hate me if I, like, key their car. Oh, God, come on. <laughs> oh I know. I know. People have this. I just wanted to see how you'd react. It's yeah. like, well, I've reacted badly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well fuck you. No, uh, people idealize friendships, man. People think that friendships are these things of, like, oh, we've hung out and talked, like, ten times. So, like, we can anything can happen, and we're always best friends. Like, if I'm an asshole for, like, mm-hmm. a year straight, we're still friends it's like no that's not how friendships work no yeah i mean i guess it kind of depends on how long you've known the person like if you know someone for a couple months and then suddenly they start turning into a huge asshole and they're like come on man i thought we were friends it's like i've known you for like less than half a year we're not we're not we're not there yet we're not there yet. we're not at that stage but at what point can you see past someone like just being a bad human like like, what if something changed and they're just, like, now just a bad human being? Every time you see them, they're just toxic to you. Like, yeah. Is it really worth ever being around those people? Probably not. <laughs> just out of, like, I don't know, right? And I don't get it. Some people are, no, like... Sometimes people go through kind of hard things and then they're not oh. dealing it with it the best. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd probably give it a little leeway if that was the situation. But then sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes it's like, wow, this person has no reason to be acting like this. But then later you found out it's like, oh, wow, their parents were going through a divorce or something like that. Yeah, but here's the thing. So what if your parents just went through a divorce and you just had a really depressing year or two mm-hmm. and then you're finally feeling really good and then all <laughs> the people, like the people around you are starting to like just bring you down again. Don't you just want to be like, hey, like I was there and I wasn't bringing you down. So yeah. don't bring me down because you can feel it. Like if I'm just angry today, like you would just feel off and bad, you know? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'd feed off it. Maybe <laughs> just a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> you feed off of it. Yes. You just go to like Alcoholics Anonymous and you just feed off the sadness. It's like the fight club thing. He's just like in there at the meetings. It's like, yeah, you're all dying. Uh, me too. Except like, not really. I just I'm can't not sleep. suckers. 
<laughs> I don't know. I've been thinking about death so much lately. It's such an interesting thing, man. I don't know. It that's really, one word for it. That's one word. Well, it, it, okay. At the bottom of everything, at the bottom of all fears, is like a fear of dying and then not being remembered. Mm. Yeah. I feel, I, I definitely used to feel that like early high school around that age. I was definitely worried about like, what if I die? And then there's just no record that I ever existed and no one ever cares. And I feel like maybe that's a big drive behind social media and posting a lot. Mm, it's like at point. least there's something of me out there. You know, after <laughs> I die, at least I'll have been on this guy's podcast a couple times. Yeah, They'll be able to listen to my voice or something. But that, I don't know. I feel like at some point I kind of realized that that doesn't really matter mm-hmm. and that importance is very relative. Yeah. And there's a whole idea that like you only really die until there's no one on earth who remembers your name. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, and that's, that's one idea, but I feel like kind of where you can go off on that is <laughs> people already don't remember your name <laughs> <laughs> or just that, like, maybe you never attain like importance on a global scale and you're not like a George Washington where people will probably remember you until the U S collapses or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're important to the people around you and like your families and friends and hopefully they remember you well. And then maybe they'll be like, Oh yeah. Like my great uncle Steve or Sam or tiger. He was, he was, he sure was a card. <laughs> maybe, but it's never relevant. Like if your parents talk about their parents or something, you're like, Oh yeah, this abstract thing. Or like your parents talk about their grandparents, someone you've never met. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stick in your mind. There's no picture with it. You, you would never talk about them to Maybe. your grandparents. I don't know. My dad talks about his grandpa a lot who was at Pearl mm. Harbor. And I remember that pretty well. And kind of I, they've told me what he was like. And I feel like I've never met him, of course, because he died before. Or was he alive when I was born? He either died before I was born or very shortly afterwards. But like, and of course, I, but I kind of have a picture of the guy in my head. So that's something. Nice. But yeah, I don't know, man. What's the point of it? Like, what's the point of really like it, it is appealing. I think ever like universally like me too. Everyone wants to kind of be like, oh, man, I like I made a small footprint on the mm-hmm. earth while I was here. But then it's like, who cares? None of like like the more people you meet, the more that you're like, well, I wouldn't really care if you remembered me or mm-hmm. you or you or you. So I'm like, OK, huh, I guess. Yeah, how just... much does George Washington care that we remember him right? and idolize him? He'd probably be like, that's kind of weird. That'd be the, the the technological breakthrough I'd most look forward to is being able to like bring someone who's been dead for like minutes back to life without any sort of harm. So that <laughs> and every- just realizing how unacceptable they are to today's standards. Like, George, you can't call people that anymore. You need to- <laughs> <laughs> or even just being like, what was it like? And they're like, oh, man, it's chill. <laughs> I'd be like, shit, man. <laughs> or the fears that's like, yeah, things are a lot worse oh, now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just like you resurrect Abe Lincoln, he's like, please get me out of here. Yeah, please. Oh, my God. That was hell. <laughs> please just save me. Let me live as long as I can. lived through the Civil War, but this is something else. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Um. What would be interesting is if you resurrect historical figures and have them fight or something. Like, <laughs> just debate random people. Can Genghis Khan take down Alexander the Great? There used to be a show about that, I feel like. Yeah, Deadliest Warrior. I yeah, liked it. I that liked was a good that show. show. It was a good show, especially for its time. The more that I watch like 2000 TV shows, you're like, whoa, this is tacky. You know? <laughs> Where it's like the camera's all moving fast and it's like like a hip-hop stage. I don't know, man. But then that show was like actually decently legit for its time. Yeah. I feel like they definitely ran out of ideas towards the end, though. There was like a vampire versus zombie episode. Really? Like, that's kind of neat as a one-off, but you can tell they're starting to reach. 
Yeah, I always liked him when it was like one star Spartan warrior against a SWAT team yeah. or something like, or the other way around. You're like, oh man, how is that going to go? It's like the original clickbait of like, they don't know. They're just completely guessing. Then they're like, they make it seem like they've done their homework about though. I don't, I, I mean, I haven't watched a show in forever, so I don't remember. They said they had like a computer simulation or yeah, something that ran know? it. For, I, maybe they didn't, but they made it seem like they did. It was very this convincing. One, these move sets where it could stab or it could throw a spear. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the the Navy SEALs could shoot people from far away. <laughs> Who's going to win? <laughs> we ran the computer algorithm a thousand times. Uh, Spartan soldier got shot every time. <laughs> right, yeah, we'll play it out with some real people now. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was one, that was definitely one of my favorite shows, but I only watched it a couple times. Yeah, I feel like one time I saw it on some streaming service, probably Netflix. I was like, oh wow, they have the whole show on this. But then like I didn't watch it. But yeah. Maybe it's out there somewhere. That's me with everything. I'll be like, man, I can't wait till Avatar Last Airbender comes on Netflix. And right. if it does, it'll be like, I've yeah. had you now. <laughs> you know? Now I've gotten what I wanted. Now yeah. I just want something else. <laughs> now I want uh, a different. Uh, what is another show? Uh, iCarly on there. <laughs> kidding. I just saw like the Disney Plus thing release. And it's like, yes, we're bringing all the Disney Channel stuff on the show. Like every show, every Disney movie. And it's like. I'd be excited. I get. I don't know. When I was a kid, Disney Channel is what I turned on when there was nothing on Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. Oh wow! But it got me thinking. Like, what if Dish Nickelodeon did the same thing? Like, you got a streaming service where it was like all SpongeBob, all that stuff. Put Avatar on there. Well, that might be more interesting. To me. What would be the most interesting is Channel 40, 41, and forty two all in one streaming service. Yeah, you know? like all that stuff. Yeah, because those were the three channels as a kid. Those like, are the three channels. That's <laughs> like <laughs> you go. It's to like 40. remember when you were a kid. For five ninety nine, it can be like that all the time. Yeah, like, that whoa, that'd be a good ad. I mean, as a kid, you'd literally just go to like channel forty, and then they scroll up to, and yeah. like, you hopefully something that you. If like. you like to feel like you're better than the other kids, you can go to thirty nine, which I think was Animal Planet or something. And be like, I yeah. watch animals, and it's like, well, yeah. no and, one cares. And then show like this weird like green coating uh, thing of like a tick for jumping the height of like a the the, the <laughs> New York Tower or something. That is like this is how high a tick could jump if it were a human. You'd be like, wow, wow, that's pretty big. I don't know. Animal Planet had some cool shows like Deadliest Countdown where it was like the dead. Mm, that's that's the show I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. Where they'd be like, if a tick were a human, it could jump the Eiffel Tower. I'm like, wow, man. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Now yeah, I want to no know what it, now I want to see a tick-sized human. I want to see him do it. Yeah, I can never get the, in my head, I can never wrap my head around like the relative things. Like I just heard it was like 1,300 Earths can fit in Jupiter. A thousand Jupiters can fit in the sun. And then 5.1 billion suns can house in this other, like the biggest known star. I'm like, you just can't, can't even, conceptualize that. I can't that. even conceptualize that, man. You need like four more steps. As soon as you use the word billion, you, no human can rationalize <laughs> that number, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially like when it comes to money, it's like you have a billion dollars. It's like that. What does that even mean? What is it? I, I heard it phrased in a really good way. Like a million dollars in seconds, a million seconds ago is a week ago, but a billion seconds ago is 30 years ago. Mm. That's nuts. Because that it's nuts. just a thousand millions, I guess. Yeah. thousand weeks that's a long time yeah well i was thinking about like game shows where the ultimate prize is usually to win a million dollars and i feel like maybe back in like a decade ago or 15 years ago a million dollars was like yeah that can set you for a while but i feel like today a million dollars gets you by for maybe like five years or so how much money are you spending two hundred thousand dollars a year. i guess it depends what you're doing like oh do you have a house do you have a car but like 
I, I, I guess I'm thinking of living without working. You could probably make it last a while, but like I if you want a house, if you want a car, it probably adds up. I mean, a house is like a couple hundred thousand dollars just through that. Really. Yeah. But if you were renting, it was like a grand a month and like car insurance and food and stuff. So say it's like 1500 a month, 20 grand a year, like a million dollars would be 20 years. No, yeah. That's horrible math. 50 years 50 years it'd be 50 years yeah but then what if you want to like travel like go to the himalayas or something because that's what i'd do if i just had a ton of money i'd want to go travel places i think everyone says that i don't know what i'd do man if i had a million if i because everyone fantasizes about winning a lottery or something like Mm -hmm. that you know i feel like that'd scare me like if i if i was gonna get a lot of money i'd want to like earn it because i feel like if you win the lottery then suddenly you just have you just go from like zero to a hundred really quick and i feel like that's how you see a lot of people lose their money or like get in trouble it's like they just don't know what to do with the rapid adjustment and then everyone would like probably treat you differently just overnight oh yeah like hey best friend (laughs) i wouldn't here's what i do i wouldn't tell anyone and i don't even want to say in case this ever happens but Uh if, if i did win a lottery or became super successful in some way before anyone like knew oh man like tiger has a lot of money i would be like hey sam I got into a really tough situation, man. Can I, can I borrow some money? Like, uh, how much can you, po- like, I mean, like, even 10 bucks? And then I times it by, like, 100. So if someone gave me, like, 100 bucks, you'd be like, all right, here's 10 grand. Like, you know, like, just, like, to see, to judge how generous other people hmm, are. That's interesting. Right? Because yeah. if you just give all your friends 10 grand, it's like the one friend you left out, they'd be like, fuck that guy. I mean, you kill that guy. You know? Yeah, but then if, like, they didn't give you money, it's like, shit, he played me. Right, exactly. Then it'd be like, all right, this is your own thing. I think what George Clooney did, he found, like, 13 friends or something, and he said, I'm going to give you each million dollars but if any of you don't accept it none of you get it so then they all couldn't feel self-conscious about it and they all like said okay i'll take it so that everyone else gets it mm. like that's a pretty good way of doing it yeah that was like a nice now i feel like every time you ask me for money like i'll probably still say no <laughs> oh but in the back of my head i'll feel like oh man should i have done that fuck <laughs> you just text everyone else like ty and griffin and everyone and be like hey did tiger ask you for money recently <laughs> Griffin's like, yeah, I gave him like 200 or like you you tell me no and then Griffin's like, yeah, I gave him 200 bucks and he gave me 20 grand back. <laughs> Fuck, damn it. <laughs> That'd be pretty depressing. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's like not revenge, but like something that like I think a lot of people or at least I personally like idealize is like that the, that theory of like people who don't want you to succeed and then you succeed and you're like, yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'd always use the exact same term. Like, imagine, like, you were you were in a place where you could help me a lot. And I was like, hey, Sam, can you really help me a lot? And you're like, oh, not right now. And then it's like, if I ever, like, really got to a good place, and you're like, oh, Tiger, you want to, like, work together? I'd be like, oh, not oh, right now. Well. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I feel like at that point, you can't really blame the person for, I don't know. That's, like, that's dynamics I've never really ever been a part of. No. I mean, but they no do say has. like if you wanna I, I read this somewhere where it's like there's two good ways to lose a friend, like to lend out money and to borrow money. Oh man. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even talking about like money in terms of like if you had like um if like I mean you're the Sam. If you had like two million people following your Twitter, uh-huh. like, which, which is how it should be. <laughs> and I'm like Sam man can the you Twitter read- I never use. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That'd be nuts. You're like, all right, I'll log back in. This is two million followers. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you just post like 69. I'd post, post. I'd post a bad joke, lose half of them just, overnight. Oh my God. I'd be like, yeah. That'd be such a weird thing to have like a ton and ton and ton of people following you. And then like if you post something bad, like 100,000 people stop. You're like, oh man. It's like damn tough crowd out here. Tough crowd. <laughs> what was I watching? Elon Musk was at something with Jack Ma in China. Like they flew Elon Musk out there. And uh, Jack Ma was like saying statistics that were totally not true. And Elon Musk is like, well, you know, 85% of all statistics are made up and no one in the crowd laughed. He's like, wow, tough crowd here. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I like it, man. Like he could be (laughs) evil or whatever, but at least he's like funny with it. 
Yeah. As long as he puts on a good smile, you know, puts he can do whatever thing. he wants, I guess. Maybe people, more people would like Trump if he turned to the camera and be like, aren't I just terrible? Oh, my God. That would be so <laughs> funny, dude. I think. What I, will I get myself into <laughs> next time? That would be so funny. I don't know, man. I really am watching it. I'm like, is this just a guise or is he genuinely like this? And I don't know. I think he's I think he's genuinely like it, which is what a lot of people are having a hard time because they're so used to politicians like putting their best foot forward or presenting the best self they can. Mm -hmm. But I think he and I think he's trying to do that. Yeah. But he's not good at it. And it's just like, wow, this is really who he is. And it's just all the time. And it doesn't stop. Yeah, that's the one thing you got to give him props for is that he's not a demagogue. Like, he's not one of the people who will just have an opinion that pleases the majority of people. He's I mean, you could argue that a lot of the things he's been saying is to just whip up this, like, disenfranchised, poor, white population that I think he, like, saw, like, other... Because I feel like there is, there's a kind of a clear line from, like, past candidates to Trump. Like, he had... Michelle Bachman, or I, I can't even remember their names. There's too many people who've run for the Republican nomination in recent years. Mm -hmm. But it was like, or like Herman Cain, or the people on the fringe are like, they're kind of crazy. And like, they wouldn't win. They'd give it to Mitt Romney or something. But it's like, why were those crazy fringe people like hanging in it longer than they used to be? And I feel like Trump probably saw that and it's like, well, now I just know the right things to say. And he just like went even more to that and it yeah. started working. Yeah, I don't get him, man. I mean, he was a lifelong Democrat, and then he's like, oh, I'll just go win the Republican primary. And he mm -hmm. did. And then, so they're not even having a Republican debates this year, are they? Well, no, I mean, I think there's some people running against Trump, but they don't really have any support. Mm. I don't know. Even with the whole impeachment thing lately, I don't think anyone's going to challenge him for it. That just, because that doesn't make any sense, because then it would divide the party, probably. And then yeah. even if you have... Uh, some even if like Trump wins outright, that you probably still have a good amount of people who like supported the other candidate, and then it's like the whole Charles George Wallace thing where he ran and that split the vote between the Democrats and then mm -hmm. Nixon won. And then well, I've been thinking we about that. It seems like so, like the Democrats with how much money they have, they put like ten fake Republicans in to actually like <laughs> drop or like I mean that would be the most rational thing if I had billion dollars to like put toward making sure a Democrat wins I would just have a bunch of fake Democrats run as Republicans hmm. I wonder if there's I wonder if there are any laws against that I feel like how would they know what if you find a genuine Republican and you're just like hey fuck up your your whole party please. <laughs> like I'll give you 10 million dollars if you just run and just cause chaos. I feel like there are conspiracies about that with Trump that like because you saw those old pictures of like him and the Clinton shaking hands there are people being like oh the Clintons have paid him off to just fuck with the Republican Party then he's gonna drop out and she'll be uncontested obviously that didn't happen yeah. although it's kind of funny to think about like what if that was the plan then he was like nah I got this uh-huh yeah it could have been man he is a loose I wouldn't I wouldn't do business with that guy. <laughs> that's that's smart. It's, it's, historically speaking, people who have, it hasn't gone well. But so why do people keep doing it? Why do people keep going in business with him? Like, oh, he fucked know, over man. the last 980,000 like, deals he's done. Why do people keep watching a show even though like it wasn't good? Isn't it off the air? Huh? Or his show is in like him being in politics. Oh, I, not like just his show, but I, like people will sometimes just watch a show they hate, but like they just, they've watched it for so long. They just keep going. It's yeah. like... That's I don't what, know. Yeah, I don't know. People like the known. Like, I could see if I, like, really got into the... Whoa, not even The Simpsons. I'm doing that with It's Always Sunny right now. The new season, <laughs> there's some bad episodes. I still watch it. <laughs> I'm doing that same. You're calling me out here. <laughs> yeah, I don't You're know. You're just like Trump Tiger. I am. You yeah. watch TV. I don't know, man. I'm really trying to, like, 
concede. See, here's the thing. I'm trying to be the world's worst debater where uh -huh. I go into all the debates. Like whenever I talk to someone, I'm looking to concede points. I just uh -huh. won't give up super easily. Like if someone says something absurd, I'm like, well, have you really put any fucking thought into that? But then if someone says something rational, I'm like, boom, thank you. Now mm -hmm. we can find a middle ground. Yeah. I think that's what's wrong with all these like debates and people on different sides is that they don't want to concede points. Like mm -hmm. that's losing, quote unquote. So it's like, yeah. man, that's not going to help. Yeah. Well, I feel like the Obama administration, I feel like there is at least, I don't know, from the stuff I remember, it was a lot of the narrative was like trying to compromise a lot, but a lot of people hard on the right, just not willing to come to the table with him. And you definitely had like Mitch McConnell and people saying like, our goal is to make sure that he is just a one term I president know. and, and then he doesn't get anything passed. And then he, I mean, he gets Obamacare barely. And that was like such a huge battle that like really whipped up a lot of people. And then after that, it's like, and then the, uh, the government shutdowns and everything and the whole negotiations of that. So I feel like, negotiation and compromise is what you want to see in politics but you need both sides to come oh, to that and i feel like for a while there's one side be like no we're not negotiating we're not compromising and that really started with in the 90s with newt gingrich and him coming into the house and with all the speaker without with the rest of the republicans and being like we have a very polarized base we don't need because it used to be both sides wanted to reach the moderates and so people on the fringe you kind of put them to the outside and be like you can be as crazy as you want. And maybe you'll win your hyper-polarized district, but we don't want you on the national stage. But yeah. I feel like at some point, uh, they re the Republicans realized this first. So, you know, props to them that like, <laughs> hey, the electorate has become polarized enough that we don't need moderates anymore. We can, just we can just appeal to our base and they don't care what we do as long as we say we'll give them what we want. Yeah. And then the Democrats were kind of slow to adapt to that. And even though, and that's how the, Republicans got a majority in the House when Brit Bill Clinton was president, and then they Wait, they actually was a Republican. No, he was a Democrat. Oh, okay, never mind. But and then they they were actually able to impeach Bill Clinton because of those kind of tactics. And of course, like the Democrats weren't going to confirm it in the Senate, mm -hmm. and it was kind of a big deal at the time because they're like weaponizing impeachment, which is seen as like this thing that you it's like the nuclear option in politics, like you don't touch it unless it's mm. warranted. And then I feel like that was just a steady breakdown of norms. And then you have the really close 2000 election between Bush and Gore that like goes down to the wire and requires the Supreme Court to decide it. And then that polarizes people even further because both people, both sides strongly believe their candidate shouldn't win. Yeah. And then I feel like that's there's a clear line between... Uh, Paul, like a, a lot of people pretend like Trump just came out of nowhere and that suddenly there's just crazy guys found these things and why are these people listening in? But you can trace a clear line back to at least the mid 90s of of it just getting more and more polarized going yeah. the opposite way. And I feel like the Democrats now are starting to tap into that, too. I feel like <laughs> with, with uh, not so much Clinton, but with Obama, it was like, OK, let's try to keep things center the. American public isn't polarized. They'll come to me. And that and that did work when it was like him versus another Republican centrist like Romney. He wasn't that centrist, but yeah. compared to now. Mm -hmm. But and I feel like you definitely I mean, when you look at the polls for the Democratic primary, you still have Biden in 
he's he's losing ground though like he used to be at the front but now you have warren and sanders catching up and they're much more to the left than any mainstream oh, candidate yeah. you would have had 10 or 15 years ago the much more than like, obama much wanna, more than clinton yeah you want to go right crazy so crazy right wing that you have trump we'll give you fucking bernie <laughs> <laughs> everything trump does opposite that's his, that's his platform <laughs> i don't know who's that uh lady uh alexandria cortez yeah, aoc yeah, I feel like she's probably like even more so than Bernie, or at least she's comes off as that way more. I feel like I like when she talks. I'm like, she's got some good points in there. I haven't mm-hmm. heard everything she says, so I can't say I agree with all her platforms. No, I haven't really listened to her at all or seen what she's doing. You just see, she's just like become, she's pervaded the meme culture almost it's like a picture yeah. of her face with like a quote over and i'm like i agree with that quote yeah or i saw an ad for what looked like a really terrible show and there's this person be like i'm woke i'm going as aoc for halloween it's ah, like, that's what? so funny <laughs> it was really not funny which was what was funny it's a white person that's not okay <laughs> no <laughs> they i just know i forget it was like a really bad show but anyway it's a really bad show i don't know you dressing up for halloween Probably not. I don't know what I'm doing for Halloween. I don't know. It's not really a thing anymore. No. I don't know. Birthdays aren't really a thing anymore. I, I've talked about this with my girlfriend, and it's like people who get really... Ex- people past, like, I'd say 16, because I think that's the last time I did anything for Halloween, like <laughs> yeah. gone out. Like People past that age who get really excited about Halloween, I don't get it. Halloween isn't for you anymore. Yeah. Like, you do, you're not going out and getting the candy. You can have gatherings and people can kind of dress in costumes and you can kind of dance. I get that, but like... Or if you like really want to have like a crazy party, like go yeah. for it. But you see on the internet people getting really amped about fall and Halloween in particular and be like, it's spooky season, boys and girls. Let's get the apple cider. Let's get dressed up. And it's like, and you see, and they, and they go after Christmas in particular, like that's, that's for kids and stuff. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, you can celebrate Christmas no matter what age you are. Well, mate, you know who you sound like right now? You sound like that video game character where you're like, you put in a hundred hours and you like, look at anyone who spent 200 hours and you're like, no life. And then anyone who spent like 50 hours and you're like, noobs. Like you're like, well, I stopped at 16. So that's the right, <laughs> that's the right age. I guess so. It's like anyone on the road driving faster than you. What a maniac oh speeding, God. but anyone going slower than you. It's like, get out of the way, slowpoke. Oh I'm going the right speed. No. <laughs> I know. I had a wake up call one day when I was really sleepy driving and I was going like 50 and like a 55, which is really like a 60 or 65. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I get it. I get why people go slow sometimes. Thank you, people who go slow. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've gained a lot more perspective. And then sometimes I'll drive a little fast and be like, mm-hmm. man, I'm an asshole right now. <laughs> I feel like I drive. I don't know. Perfectly. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> That's something my girlfriends criticized me for backseat driving. I feel like I don't do it that much, but mm. I feel like when I drive with my parents, they're like, Sam, you're going so damn fast. Like, slow down. You're going to get in wreck. But then when I drive with my friends, it's like, can we can we pick it up a little? Do we actually want to get to where we're going? You know, who, who's in the car with you at that point? It's like people like Eli just being, speed up, Sam. You're going 80. I think I remember Jack Love mostly oh, being man. like, run the lights. And I'm like, run no. Run <laughs> Yeah, Kenzie always gives me help for how I drive, but here's the whole thing is she's gotten tickets and in a crash and I haven't. Yeah. So I always have that on her and she's like, well, I learned from that. And I'm like, yeah, but I never had to learn from it. I just realized that I'm like, driving's a dangerous yeah. thing. I mean, my girlfriend's gotten pulled over twice and I've never been pulled over. Oh so man, I'm like, she got maybe, profiled. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, maybe because, you know. Mm. 
I don't know. It's like you dress up in blackface for Halloween. You just get pulled over like four times. <laughs> At that point, you kind of deserve to get pulled over. <laughs> if I'm a cop and I pull someone over in blackface, it's like, yeah, you've committed a crime. I'm being Justin Trudeau <laughs> or any comedian from like the 90s. It's like, yeah, it's still not okay. It's are like, you a U of O professor? What are you doing? Oh my here? God. I'm cosplaying <laughs> as someone the U of o as, as the U of O professor who's then cosplaying. As a black person. Maybe you could get away with that because people would just be too confused. It's like, you know what? You do whatever. <laughs> you I, like I've four. lost your logic. And, the, and then like the next year, it's like a, you make headlines and I'm like, oh, I'm dressing up as Sam who was dressing up as, <laughs> as Justin Trudeau who was then dressing up as a black person. It's okay. Like there's enough levels between me and the racism. I'm not removed. in blackface. I'm dressed as Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh my god. He did it. He did it so well too. Yeah. That was a good movie, man. For like a 14 year old me to like. <laughs> It, it was, was perfect. I don't know. Um, so they draw you in with Jack Black, but then you stay for everyone Downey else. Jr. and Ben Stiller. And uh, who's that? Tom Cruise as a bald guy. I oh yeah, like, what? I forget he's in that movie. He doesn't look like himself. No, at not at all. But I like that. I like when actors are like, "Whoa, yeah. that's not you." So I'm thinking of making a comedy hour just because I really like Joe Rogan. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll start. It. This is this is based on like the cosplaying as a uh, as a black person or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna start off the show with because I was playing Borderlands with Alan. And mm -hmm. he was like, man, Ma Ma uh, Mad Moxie is really hot. And I'm like, yeah, man, maybe. <laughs> She's like a cartoon character. And he's yeah. like, I'd really like my girlfriend to, or like a girl that I'm hanging out with to, uh, what's it called? To, to role play sometime. And I was like thinking about it. I'm like, role playing's weird. It's like telling your girlfriend like, hey, you know what I want to do tonight? I want to pretend to fuck anyone but you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess that's one way to think. It would be a really hard pitch to tell your girlfriend, like, hey, do you want to dress up as someone else so I can <laughs> But then immediately she's like, yes, and you dress up as anyone else. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> so Please dress up as Dwayne Johnson. It's oh like, my wait god. a second. Oh my god. Okay, dress up as like a thinner version of you. <laughs> it just escalates to you guys breaking up that night. <laughs> Why'd you guys break up? She just didn't like me for who I am. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about that kind of role play. <laughs> I am not related to the show anymore. No, but I don't know. If people, whatever works for people, really, I mean, that's yeah. kind of up to them as long as, like, I don't know. I feel like role playing is more understandable to me than BDSM or something like that. Yeah, wow. I mean, thinking of them, um, I've been thinking of everything that, like, whenever someone says something, that's like a, an internal reflection. So, wow, Sam, BDSM. <laughs> like, whenever so someone says something of, like, so polarizing, like, pfft. People like uh, getting it off in public. It's like like secretly they want to, or at least they're curious about it. That's my thoughts now. Whenever someone says something, I'm like, oh, what does this say about you? I'm not, I'm not saying BDSM <laughs> is bad. I'm just saying that. You're going to have a bunch of I, dominatrixes coming after you. <laughs> I'm just saying if like you gave me the two options, I'd be like, well, I think I'd be more comfortable with the role playing. Nice. I don't, what if they role play as the dominatrix? That, then I'm screwed. <laughs> Double. Yeah, I don't what know, game changer. But anyway, that'd be a decent way to start a special, right? Because everyone would be like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch Joe Rogan, so you, you'd uh, have a better idea. But you watch stand-up comedy? You're, huh? you're a funny guy. You watch stand-up comedy? You know, it's weird. I like jokes, and I like making jokes, but I don't watch a lot of funny things. If anything, I watch serious stuff, and I just try to find the jokes in that. Nice. Like... Like yeah. Game of Thrones, really dark show, but sometimes it could be really funny. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's the kind of comedy I like. That's so Although funny. I keep I keep wanting to watch like I'm I'm getting more into like 
sketch shows and comedy shows. Like I watched Parks and Rec recently. That was really oh, good. That's a great show. I've been watching The Good Place recently. That's pretty I just, good too. The first episode was so good mm-hmm. that I binged pretty much almost all three seasons. Wow. I stopped halfway through <laughs> season three, like in within like a week, within like two days, really. It is. It's pretty good. It's very. Bingeable. It gets worse though. It gets worse it gets as worse. soon as they do the second. Yeah. Like oh, we're we're flipping it back again. I'm like, and yeah. you lost me. Like, I, I'm I'm midway through the second season right now, and I, it's. I mean, it's still. It's, I'm it's still enjoying okay. it, but I'm starting to feel like, you know, this wasn't as good as the first season yes. quite so much. And the biggest reason, I think, is because the characters are so flanderized. Like, you know their interaction with the other characters, like what it's going to be. You're never mm-hmm. surprised, like, oh, get it? Chidi's going to be a smart, you know, person who mm-hmm. doesn't realize humanity. And then you're going to be <laughs> like, oh, the blonde girl is selfish. You know, it's like, okay, like, have mm-hmm. some depth. And it's kind of like weird, like, after the first season where they sort of reset things. And it's yeah. like, I feel like... I've seen this before, and they know that I've seen this before, and they're trying to make it sort of different, but that yeah. doesn't distract from the fact that I've seen this before. Yeah, but okay, so the first reset, you're like, okay, spoilers, everyone. The first yeah. reset, you're like, okay, cool. Watch The Good Place, it's good, and then you can start listening to this again. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool, but then like the very next episode, they're like, we're going to reset it again. I'm like, and you just threw me under the bus. I'm not going to yeah. pay attention to you anymore. It is weird, because at the end, they're like, we're resetting things, but you know she has the note to the robot lady, even yeah. though she's not a robot. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so it's going to be sort of similar, but we know what's going on. But then that's thrown out in the first episode. Within one episode. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, th- I could have thrown that episode away. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that show too much, but I don't <laughs> know, man. TV, as I've watched more and more, I get like a higher bar and then it's harder for shows to still hit it. So then mm-hmm. I just watch The Office again. Or I'll just watch <laughs> old episodes and it's always sunny again. I mean, that's what a lot of people do with like streaming service. You just find your favorite show and you keep going. Repeat it. I have a hard time repeating entire shows so like i can rewatch a specific season mm-hmm. but the entire show again i don't think i've ever done that except ever? with avatar because that's the best show on last year yeah i haven't rewatched it i'm curious was it a quote from do you wait did you rewatch it recently uh i'm like in the process of slowly rewatching, and i think i started the second season again like a week ago okay do you do you recall all the general iroh quotes because most of them kenzie just told me like ho- like she sent me like some like cheesy thing it was like hope is blah 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 and i'm like i'm pretty sure general iroh was like hope is like uh not good because it's like you're in the middle of a ring of fire and you're like oh man i hope it doesn't burn me but then faith is like all right i have the faith to walk through the flames and know i'm gonna be okay mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I looked it up and I couldn't find the scene. So yeah, Google doesn't have everything. Like you can't look up super obscure things and just get like the perfect photo. I Googled my name before I came here because I'm like, well, the podcast I came up, I was on come up and it, I had to go through to the second page to find the podcast, wow. which to me, like no one goes on the second page of Google. It might no. as well not exist. Then. Yeah. It's because I didn't make a social media post. I don't really like making social media posts. I'm having to do it more and more lately. But mm-hmm. like, as, as, like before, I do it for like occasional ones. Like I did it with uh, Nick Allen from like the U of L. I'm like, holy cow, that was like a crazy that yeah. I, that I got him on the show. So I like post that on social media. But then all the rest, it's like weird because it's like it just hits the same group of people that already know that I have a show. So I'm like, yeah. I don't really want to overdo this, you know? So. Yeah, I don't know. You you when you the when you post about a show, it's more interesting than what usually shows up in my Facebook feed. So hey, you know I, what? I don't mind it. I'll take it. I'll keep <laughs> doing that. Then yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm doing it more and more recently because I'm like, I guess people really don't like people don't subscribe. People who don't listen to podcasts and like have mm-hmm. a platform that they go to every day. Yeah. Like I keep thinking everyone's like me. Like I'll wake up and open up Google Podcasts and just throw on the podcast and be listening almost all day, mm-hmm. aside from like interruptions. But I got to remember, I'm like, oh, most people aren't addicted to no silence like i can't have like (laughs) just no input for too long i'm kind of like that too i like i'll put on but i i do that with youtube i'll just find random youtube videos and Mm. like if it's downtime like i'm doing my laundry i'll just have that playing in the background nice like what kind of videos 
Oh, you know stuff. <laughs> well, like I, you just, I, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting. Like I watch a lot of like film or TV criticism, not because mm. like I'm too into that, but because it's interesting to hear people's well reasoned arguments about things. Oh to yeah, me. yeah. Like so. like critiques on like the end of Seven or the end of Prisoners yeah. or whatever. Like this is the best way to intro a film. Yeah, I like can't. It, it, I there's like a line though. There's some criticism out there that's like shitting on something where it's like this is terrible and this thing about that thing is terrible i like more positive <laughs> stuff it's like this was done really well yeah. and you can tell because of this but it can get dangerous because sometimes i'll watch it and it'll be like this is a bad movie because of this and i've never seen the movie and then mm-hmm. i'm like yeah that's a bad movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know but then at some point i'm like all right i gotta watch it but then i'm not gonna watch it because i know it's bad yeah well that's why that's why you watch the positive ones because they're like wow mm. they made it sound like that's a good movie i'll watch that movie that is good and then yeah. like but then sometimes it's like maybe i didn't think that was that great a movie what are you oh saying? yeah Random most YouTube movies person. what's the What's the best and worst movie you've seen recently? Recently? If, if you watch a lot of movies. Uh, I don't watch a lot of bad movies. Or at least I don't, I don't think I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, oh God, I'm gonna I mean, get not, you're like one of those people who's like, every movie I watch is a good. It's like, no, know. not not every movie I watch is a good movie, but I stay away from movies that look bad or mm. seem bad because why would I waste my time with the bad movie? Yeah. This and So the worst movie I've seen recently... It's not a bad movie. It's just the worst one I've seen recently, yeah. and it's my girlfriend's favorite movie. Wow. So I'll probably get in trouble. Pr- Princess Bride? No, it's a movie called Me Before You that's like a romantic movie about... Ooh. It has Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones in it. Oh. And it's like... Where she dates the disabled guy? Yeah. That was a good movie. Right. I, I like mean, that movie. It's not a bad movie. Sam, what the It's hell? not a bad movie. <laughs> it's just not as good as other movies I've seen recently. Unless, like... I also tend to forget about bad movies. Mm. So maybe I have seen a worse movie lately. No, wait. There is a worse movie I've seen That was a really good lately. movie. <laughs> You're right. No, I just remembered... You see, I forget bad movies. I yeah. saw Pokemon Detective Pikachu. That wasn't as it good It wasn't as good? Because I like Ryan Reynolds. I was, I, it wasn't... Bad moderate hopes for it also but it was it was worse than me before you and it was kind of predictable in mm, a weird way yeah. and also i don't know just the realistic looking pokemon kind oh, of freaked me out i am looking forward to his new movie like the npc bank char- teller character have you heard of that no so he's like an npc he's like a bank teller and then he realizes he's an npc in an open world game that's interesting that would be good you know but again it's ryan reynolds so it's like it's yeah i feel like he was kind of like on everyone's shit list for a while and it's like he wasn't making good movies people thought but i feel like ever since deadpool it's like if yeah. he's in something it's at least interesting at mm-hmm. least something that's like oh i'll go see that yeah especially now he's with taika watiti or whoever i think is is going to be the director for the uh, oh he makes a lot i i mean i don't know how many movies he's made but i've but the oh, three movies i've seen that he's made are really good all of them nice did you watch hunt for the wilder people yes that's yeah. such a good movie is it rick told me to watch it and i'm like all right i'll get around to it but then he just has the like the hitler youth movie coming out yeah i, I want to see that but no the hunt for the wilder people i think that's his best movie that i've seen like is that about the fat kid yeah all right I'll watch i don't it. know like com I, it's like a comedy but there's also some real emotional moments that like make you feel man and nice. so you kind of get like the whole spectrum of emotions from that movie it's even like people like stuff. you who are dead inside and don't like <laughs> movies like me before you like <laughs> even you like those even i yeah no i'm kidding it's like sam what's the best movie you watched lately pride and prejudice pride and prejudice <laughs> no I saw uh, Ad Astra that like, came out recently with Brad Pitt, and that was a really good movie. Mm, I haven't even heard of that. Mm. I don't watch movies that often, which is weird. Um, two people who I really like and respect, and they're some of my, like, my, my, my favorite people, they gave me a gift, and both of them gave me like a $25 gift certificate to a movie theater. And I'm like, 
Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I don't go to movies that much anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I'll have to go watch Ad Astra. I only really go to movies when I'm invited to them. Except mm. I mean now that I'm like in a relationship, sometimes it's like, oh, we can go see a movie today. That's like a fun date thing to do. But like when I'm single, I don't go to a movie unless like a friend's like, hey, I'm going to this movie. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And that's kind of resulted in me not seeing some great movies, but you know. Yeah. Not very many of them are great, man. That that's the thing I've really noticed is that I'm like I hate going to a movie theater and seeing a bad movie because then it's like, oh, yeah. I just wasted like three hours of my time. Yeah. It's, 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 that's why, like, I don't know, with the whole movie industry, people are kind of complaining about, like, oh, it's all superheroes and remakes and properties. But I can kind of understand it because if you're, especially if you're a busy person and, like, you mm-hmm. have a family or something and you don't get to go out too much, like, yeah. why would you gamble on something you've never yep. heard of? And, like, maybe it's good and maybe you'll discover a new thing, but it's. But you know what you're getting into. Yeah. It's safer the, yeah. to just go see the Lion King remake because you're like, I like the Lion King. Or so. the Eighth Avengers movie. Like, yeah. Or, like, whatever. You're like, you know that the Marvels what it's going to be. And yeah. If you like that, you know you're going to like it. Yeah, exactly. That is a good idea. Well, I thought that with the new Quentin Tarantino movie, and I hated it. So. Oh, you did. Yeah, mm. but but I again, like when I went when I saw it, it was coming up, even though Hateful Eight hurt me so oh, deep. Yeah, I had, that wasn't that good. I had just as high of expectations, and I'm like, ah, let down. Mm. And then I'm like, you know what's going to be good though? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> let down again to the point where I don't know if I'll go watch this next movie. I'll watch it when it goes on Netflix, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's, I, I've heard you talk about that movie before and you kind of say it's more of like a hangout movie. Yeah. I think there's like, there's so many different things that go into movies that like some people go in for the characters because they just like the characters mm-hmm. and they just want to hang out with like, like, you know, the hangout kind of movie. That's yeah. why I like that I'm movie. I'm a plot guy. <laughs> yeah. Like some people are like, that's all yeah. they care about. Like I watched a movie yesterday with Ty and I really, it's a movie I really like, but movie? he, it's called Snowpiercer. Oh yeah, but he—he was, okay. he was like that was a terrible, awful plot. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of liked the plot. I thought it was like a big uh, analogy for a lot of things. Yeah, like, but he was like going like how it doesn't make sense and how if like you wanted it realistic, there'd be a thousand people in the back and only three oh at the God. top, and they should have had free healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and like. And I, I kind of like he wasn't wrong necessarily though. It's like yeah, that those things are a bit outlandish, but it's like I kind of it was just more into like the symbolism and stuff like that. Yeah, and then it was cool. It's like that they're eating bugs. Yeah, but I've known other people before who's like they like movies for the visuals. Like wow, that's a really pretty looking movie, or that that kind of sticks in your head. And like yeah. I get that too. So there's a lot of different reasons you can enjoy a movie that like then that can be kind of opposed like you can two people can see the same movie and if one's really wants like a good plot they can be disappointed and if one wants like good characters they can be like oh that was still good yeah i'm a plot guy and because of that honestly like my favorite movies are like dr strange love because mm. the plot is like this perfectly constructed thing where you're like oh man you yeah know? or but like the- movies that kind of just are building to something yes and then as long as they have a good payoff like i mean that's the worst thing i mean game of thrones did it where it's like building this yes. thing and then it's like ah see i subverted your expectations but you're like <laughs> not in the right way though i don't know if it was subverting your expectation i guess my expectations were subverted in that i thought it would be good and or, it was not <laughs> or you thought you thought Jon snow was gonna kill the ice king like that was that wh- didn't bother me i'm fine with Arya killing the ice king it's more daenerys going crazy and it's like mm. yeah because that like, come from uh, yeah it's like 
episode one of the new season. She's good. Episode four. She's evil now. It's like, wait a second. Well, she was good for seasons. She was like, she was, oh, I freed all these, the slave kingdom. I, you know, and then yeah. it's like my sister, that's like one of the only, she doesn't watch TV hardly ever. That was one of the few shows she watched. It was mainly because of Daenerys because she's really into dragons and she was like, <sighs> yeah, strong female character. And that mm-hmm. show hurt her. Oh man. She constantly sends me memes that are just shitting on Game of Thrones and it's like, like, and I agree with them, but at some point it's like, Claire, it's okay. It's Where a- did the show hurt you, Claire? <laughs> Where did the show hurt you? I wanted a strong female protagonist to win. I get it. They should. Yeah. yeah. Or at least when she doesn't win, it's not because she just suddenly went crazy. It's yeah. like that SNL sketch where it's like the female president and she's like, oh, I'm on my period. Time to nuke Europe. And it's oh, like, man. wait a second. Yeah. But the whole thing is I did want Daenerys to win. Like her with uh, Peter Dinklage as like her like... That was Second a that was a command. power duo. That was, and I'm like, cool. I want these two people to win. I don't really care about Jon Snow. He died already. He died. He, <laughs> I don't want a zombie to win. It's, and, then, and then I didn't really like wow. anyone else. Like I'm like, cool. I want her to win. Who I won? feel like this wraps around to the chicken thing. You don't like people who've already dead. You don't like people who can survive when they're dead. Yeah, I mean, he was so, just a chicken with his head cut off. I mean, he really. I mean, what do they get resurrected by? Like a dagger or a wolf or something? By the red lady. Red lady. Yeah. I didn't like her whole storyline. That's what that's where that thing really lost. I stopped watching season five and I was like mm-hmm. followed on kind of Twitter, Reddit, what was happening. But season five was definitely like a darker part of the yeah, show. It's slower. Yeah. But so they introduces the red lady with the guy who's like just loves that red lady, you know? <laughs> and has the kid with like the stone face. And I'm like, where even is this? Where this doesn't attach to any of the other it things. It really went nowhere. It went nowhere. And then they're like, oh, we'll have to bring it back in because Jon Snow. And I'm like, yeah. how'd she get here? Any of, any of these things. The show just lost itself. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. Yeah, they should have waited till uh, George R.R. R. Martin finished the book series and then made the movies. When is he going to finish that book series? Though? We're like almost know. 10 years away from the last book. It's some, like, a lot of people say that and I... Kind of agree, but at the same point, it's like, unless you just never want to make the show or put it on a hiatus for years, like, mm. if, like the ending's bad, but at least it's an ending. At least stuff ended. <laughs> at yeah. least we're not just in limbo. Yeah, I don't know. That's something I've been thinking about for a long time. It's like, would the ultimate way to, like, like if you were going to kill yourself, would the ultimate way to do it to be, like, move to a different country and then just never let anyone you know that you died? But then it'd be like, no, everyone would never get closure. Would having Is having bad yeah. closure better than no closure? I think not that I'm thinking of doing that. I'm just right. I'm just saying like well, no, I I'm thinking of like parents who have their kids kidnapped and then it's like oh, 10 man. years later and it's like they're uh, probably dead but you never know and so yeah. and I think that would be like that would be so horrible because you have in the back of your mind like what if they just show up tomorrow. Yeah, and I've like even with people who I know are dead, I've like had the thought it's like what if they just what if I just see them again like suddenly. Yeah. Like even though I know they're dead. So I feel like any sort of closure is usually better than no closure at all. But it's sort of up to the person, like, how you feel, like, what works for you. Some people, they don't need the closure. They can just be like, well, I'll just bury that deep down. And we won't touch that until I'm on my deathbed. I'm going through some stuff. It's dark. <laughs> Speaking of, we just did an hour. I'll end it right here. Lots of love, man. Have a blast. You too.